mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broder, but joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? I'm good, Chris. I have um, an issue. I have problems. I have um, uh, it, it, things that I need to um, come to terms with and fix uh, oh, in my life. Uh, that, that, that doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon, though. I have um, become the sort of person who buys magic tricks off the internet. No, that's the first step to downfall. It's the first terror. step to um, men's yeah. rights activist and uh, the next step to uh, men who, in, in, in bright red shirts bothering um, uh, women in the street doing day gaming. Um, it's, <laughs> I have, uh, I, I, I wanted to, uh, on a slow week on the Football Rubber podcast, I wanted to enchant <laughs> and surprise everyone with a flame trick. And I, so I bought this little right. thumb thing. I've not got it with me, so I'm not going to do it here. Oh. So, it's, so it's been a complete waste of time, though tax deductible waste of time. Um, uh, a little flame trick with some like kind of like cotton, flammable cotton. You go like that, and it's all you know. The, I was bringing the razzle dazzle on an yeah, international sure. week, which is always a little bit slow um, for, for the news stories. Um, and then I, I, I saw this um, advert for a <laughs> cane on the internet that, that's about that big, and you flick it. And then it becomes a big long cane, right? Um, and and I and, and it came in the post last night, and I and I tried it out, and I've I've cut I've cut my hand on it. Oh, God. it's 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 much less a cane, more a uh, a, a series of concentric um, metal sharp metal pieces of oh my God. Uh, metal, and what, what, what uh, it's it's really dangerous. What's the aim of this cane thing? What does the cane do? It's very small, and then you flick a button, and then it gets incredibly big. But really? the problem is, oh. um, it's a piece of shit, okay. <laughs> and you don't don't buy it. If you see that advert for that on the internet, do not buy it because it is rubbish. It doesn't work, and it slices your hand up something <laughs> chronic. And and you will have seen it; they're everywhere. And and I went right. I'll just go to <laughs> Temu or Blumen, um, you know, uh, AliExpress, and I'll just get like this, and it costs a pound. Because um, I was ordering some other stuff on there, and uh, yeah, I've, I've sliced my hand up. So Aww. don't buy magic tricks off the internet because you will either set fire to house or you will hurt your hands. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> bloody hell! Honestly, I'd. <laughs> why do you get all this stuff? So, did you master the magic tricks? There, did you get to the point where? You no, 
Uh, so well, it just it just, just it just looks like I'm lighting a, it. Just looks like I'm I'm lighting it. It doesn't look <laughs> like off cocktail. Flames have come. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like I've, like flames are coming at my hand. It just means that it just looks like um, I've I've got a lighter, <laughs> and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> God, I remember when I was a kid, I bought like Paul Daniels Magic. He's a big magician in the UK, and like yeah, I remember Not getting a like a. Th- a thimble or something sticking like a mm. needle through my finger. It's just like these aren't magic tricks, just self harm do it yourself <laughs> self harm kit or something. It's awful, well that's the thing that always stuff. gets me about like magic, magic. tricks. Like, people create these magic tricks and then they put them online. Like most people who will show you a magic trick have bought it on the internet. And they've yeah. alright, they've learned how to use it, but it's not like it's not I find magic problematic at the best times. I hate being cheated. I don't like being lied to, Chris. Um but uh, yeah, I, I just always think with them they're just they're, they're just being they're just being silly boys <laughs> and they're buying the things off the internet. <laughs> I'll never forget the, the the highlight of Natsuki the movie. We when mm. we went to the UK is Natsuki almost broke his neck in a wind tunnel, right? Which wasn't a magic trick. That was yes, just stupid. He did, yeah. Almost broke his neck and he went to an acupuncture <laughs> clinic. Yeah, he went to an acupuncture clinic in in London, in Bromley, I think. And uh, mm. this guy like had like a fire, like flaming, a stick with a flame on it, honestly. And yeah. he was like putting it in a cup and suctioning cup Natsuki's back. And at the end of it, as Natsuki's thank you to the guy, a guy called Terry, uh, he did a magic trick to say thank you. A magic <laughs> trick that involved putting a Chopper Chops lolly flat on his hand and nudging, like doing something so the Chopper yeah. Chops lolly stood up Upright, up. like on his hand, and I, to this day, I don't know how he did it. I don't know the science behind it. It was moderately <laughs> impressive, and there's just an amazing shot of Terry, who is quite tired after a long day of working in an acupuncture clinic, just slowly looking at the camera, like, "What the fuck is this? Who is this man? Why am I being filmed? What's going on?" Honestly, yeah. poor old Terry. But uh, to this day, I don't Very know how Natsuki does the uh, the chopper chops lolly trick. I think he just, I think he just moves. Um, I, I think you can get away with just tilting your hand just a little bit and it, and it really does have uh, amazing effects to a... Uh, don't spoil the truth. Yeah. Uh, Natsuki yeah, revealed. Natsuki so. secrets revealed. Exactly. I'm like the Bloody Durham hell. Brown of... I'm like the uh, uh, pen and Teller of, of Natsuki's magic tricks. But I mean... Darren um, Donaldson. Big news. Darren Donaldson. <laughs> Darren exactly. Darren. My... Uh, there, there was a... Um, a, 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 a lass who actually got my first radio job um, uh, who I won't say who it is uh, mm. for, for reasons. Um, she outed Darren Brown <laughs> on air on, on the radio and I went what? mate I don't think that's I don't think that's public knowledge I don't think that's public knowledge yet outed him so, uh, oh right oh my god outed cool. yeah yeah outed oh, him the, 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 the classic outing so to speak but yeah interesting. Jesus. Um, what was I going to say um, uh, Chris my uh, car the Toyota Century um, <gasps> from 2000 is on the way. It is on the boat. It is Ooh. currently on a boat. The Wisdom Ace um, left Yokohama on November 11th. It is I now saw a just Japanese off the coast ship got hijacked of... by Yemen the other oh, day. Oh, shut up! It didn't. None of that happened. None of that happened. Um, it is now um, <laughs> just basically going around the. Uh, the Horn of, um, I guess, uh, Orchid Island, uh, just next to um, Taiwan, just going around near. Oh, you it's know, not even begun. down the bo- down the bottom of. No, exactly. Yes, miles away. It's not, it's not going to get there for bloody age. So I, I'll I'll be. Um, I think it's the first week of uh, January. I think they're expecting it to arrive. So it's that'll be fun to do. To to basically fart about with uh, a car that may or may not be broken um, when it is the coldest month on record. <laughs> just titting about with a really cold car. Isn't that astonishing? Like. 
your car is going to traverse the entire planet. It's and just yeah. as it makes the halfway point, a boat with some Houthis rebels from Yemen will turn up mm. uh, Yemen mm-hmm. and, and they'll take the yeah. boat. This is my the Toyota Century now. They'll say, yeah, <laughs> it'll be <laughs> driven around uh, in battle. But uh, yeah, I did see yeah. a Japanese ship got hijacked the other day by some rebels, and um, I'm glad your car wasn't on that. That was, admittedly, yeah. that was the least of my thoughts when I saw it. But I'm glad it's just mm. it's just seaborne. It's on its way, and uh, it's coming. It's going to be the ultimate Christmas well, gift. My, um, Japanese taxi car. The, there's some people who are involved in Stack, whose um, sort of history, um, you know, before they started working with mm. us, um, uh, they um, provided um, security for maritime companies. So oh, wow. obviously, you know, mm. ships that go around provide, um, you know. AK-47s and uh, you know Kalashnikovs and uh, and and blocks to um to, to to ward off um any plucky pirates um off you know off off, off the old uh, Jesus. Uh, off certain regions of the world um and and they did say uh, on a couple of occasions they'd rather work with um Nigerian warlords than deal with some of the um, people in the media industry in London. <laughs> <laughs> At least the warlords keep to their promises, they said. Oh, oh <laughs> At least God. the warlords keep to their promises, oh. which is a lovely little quote, I think. Real-life <laughs> real Captain Phillips there, Peak's car, coming yes, in hot. Exactly. Um, well, mm-hmm. let's fingers crossed it arrives in one piece. That's going to be quite <laughs> the journey. Should have strapped a GoPro yeah. to it and filmed like a time-lapse for two months. <gasps> Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Fun. We've got a story from Nadia this week. Uh, it says, hello, crusty Chris, and peculiar Pete, crusty Chris. Oh. During yeah. my year abroad in Japan in the summer of 2018, I was commuting from my part-time job in Shibuya. It was a scorching hot day, so I opted for a comfortable A-line dress paired with white trainers and socks. Now, as a black woman in Japan, I often stood out a bit, but that day I attracted more attention than I expected. The train was predictably crowded, and I find myself, or I found myself standing while engrossed in my phone, I could sense a man standing behind me, peeking over at my screen. Initially, it made me slightly uncomfortable, but I brushed it off. We've all been curious. After a few stops, a seat finally became available, and I decided to take it while continuing to use my phone. To my surprise, the same man who had been eyeing up my screen decided to sit next to me. Again, his curiosity got the better of him, and he kept glancing at my phone. After about seven stops, the man finally mustered the courage to strike up a conversation. <laughs> he turned to me and oh, asked... Oh, good. Oh, my God. Reading ahead. Oh, he turned oh, go- to me... Oh, good. I'm glad he did that. And asked, oh, are no. you <laughs> Naomi Osaka, Deshaw? You're Naomi Osaka, right? I couldn't help but burst into laughter because aside from being black, I shared absolutely no resemblance to the tennis superstar, (laughs) Naomi Osaka. Undeterred, the man continued, oh, but you must be good at tennis. (laughs) At this point, I pondered how to explain to him in Japanese that I have dyspraxia and had no tennis skills whatsoever. (laughs) In the end, I settled for a simple, uh, I'm not that good. The man seemed a bit embarrassed by his assumptions and promptly apologised. To my surprise, he got off at the same stop as me, oh, for fuck's sake, and offered me his phone number, suggesting that we must become friends. It was undoubtedly... Oh, yeah, let's have more of that. (laughs) Let me find out uh, how deep this goes, shall we? It was undoubtedly one of the most (laughs) peculiar interactions I've had during my time in Japan. All the best, guys. Nadia, definitely not Mm. Naomi Osaka. Definitely not good at tennis. What a great story. I can't. I mean, mean, assumptions. 
<laughs> Welcome to the least richly diverse <laughs> get a country in the world. <laughs> Good God, yeah. I don't ever a, walk uh, up to yeah. like random Japanese man in London and be like, oh, well, see my son, are you Ken Watanabe? Are you Shinzo Abe? <laughs> like, before he died. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> You had two choices there and you picked one man who was dead. Brilliant. All right. Are you, are, you, are you Hideo Kojima? Are you Hideo Kojima? Poor man having some... To be like, fair, Hideo ramen. Kojima sometimes does... So you sometimes uh, He does sometimes uh, walk around Leicester Square. I think he... Uh, oh, nice. I think last time he was in town, I think he might have walked past that um, curry house, that Japanese curry house that's... Uh, that chain. No, we've got one behind Charing Cross Station. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... it's Yeah, not great. Sorry, I got through that. There's so many stories that we read out on this podcast when we go, yeah, sorry about that, Nadia. Sorry about that, mate. Yes. I mean, That's it rough. can happen. My good friend, uh, editor Marcus, he was in Kyoto, just standing on the platform, mm. and he turned and he saw a Japanese man and he went, are you Shigeru Miyamoto, a Nintendo mm. legend? And he went, yes, yeah. yes, I am. And he went, yeah. can I have a photo? And Shigeru Miyamoto was like, yeah, sure. So there you go. You never know. You could be stood next to Shigeru Miyamoto, <laughs> if you're lucky. Mm. He was very lucky that day. Uh, but no. What a ridiculous, what a ridiculous story. No. Naomi Osaka. Well, good stuff. Go. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, good. I mean, to be fair, I did, I, I did go to Iceland and go to that bar and there was the only Iceland um, celebrity I know, uh, the bloke who plays uh, uh, like, Albanoi that I spoke about in previous episodes of this. What I like <laughs> is, on the podcast, we have uh, some folks who produce the sort of plan for the podcast, right? Of like mm. a story, the news, all this is in a document. And usually yeah. they go ahead and they, they're very nice. They write some talking points, some ideas to spark yeah. conversation. We always ignore them. We always ignore them. Well, they keep trying. Well, I like the gesture. And underneath <laughs> this story, the talking points section is just completely blank. They're like, just oh, nothing. Fuck it. Yeah, just nothing. nothing. Just say, nothing uh, to discuss. Yeah. Nothing to discuss here. <laughs> yeah, what what have we learned? What have we learned? Nothing. Did we like the story? <laughs> Not necessarily. I like that. <laughs> Sorry story. about funny. that. That's hilarious. Yeah, good. Good, uh, t- fair Thank fair you play to Nadia. 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 Yeah. Good good writing there. That was a funny story. Um, well written. Yeah. Um, but news. Keep up with the tennis. <laughs> yeah. Keep up with the, <laughs> keep up with the tennis. <laughs> well, you got a uh, news story. You'll it's get been there. A, it's been a while, Pete, since we mentioned bears. All the bears. Bears. Uh, what's going on? So this year, there's been more bear attacks than like ever before because there's mm. been no food for the bears. The bears have been coming out. Mm. All the food's gone. I'm not even sure mm. bears eat. It's not family chicky, unfortunately, or cup noodles. It's uh, nuts and berries. And for whatever reason, the harvest was really bad this year. So the bears are like, shit, there's no food. So they're getting emboldened. Poor bears are going out. And uh, things are getting out of hand. Fill us in, Pete. What's going mm. on with boars and bears and all the wildlife in Japan? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you teed it with a lot of bear chat, but this is very much a boar-related story. A There's wild a boar, boar here, and he's called Pete Dawson. <laughs> and it's <laughs> me. Uh, a wild boar <laughs> was spotted um, near an eight-story office building, 600 metres of Chiba Station, uh, a bustling oh, transportation hub. Uh, get there? Like and commercial high-rises. Um, in nine hours that followed, the beast had popped into a nearby 7-Eleven. 
uh, a junior high school across the street. Uh, he'd, uh, they'd, she'd um, injured a man in his thirties inside the grounds of an apartment complex. Imagine coming out of your plumbing lift oh and there's God. a ball there Whoa. kicking off, um, and also rammed into a taxi before trotting off into the night. Eventually, twenty or so officers tracked the ball down, and after uh, an aggressive battle where they were rushed a bit and shoved, the forty-two kilogram female ball was sadly killed. Aww. There have been a spate of reports in recent months uh, concerning. Uh, various animal sightings and even attacks across towns and cities in Japan, the most frightening of which were perpetrated by bears in the northern Tohoku region. There, your bears. And um, between <laughs> April and November, there were 58 incidents involving 66 people harmed by bears uh, in Akita. And um, it's not just about Akita. Basically, a lot of like urban centres are, are beset by these bears and boars and, and, and quite dangerous animals. Uh, wasn't there a guy... I, I mean, I will say, for one, the talking points are absolutely full of ideas and things to talk about. Thank <laughs> you, people who put together the... Thank you, producers. A lot, lot of chat. You were silent in the last one, guys. Um, but uh, there is a... I think there was a new story around... Um, I think it might have been a senator in the US who, after um, the 50th um, uh, school or mass shooting in, 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 in that month, mm. um, the, he was sort of basically saying, I need my assault weapon because, I need my assault rifle because, what if 30 uh, fully grown adult boars um, uh, <laughs> enter my property? Uh, and and it, I think people sort of like laughed at it. It's like, this guy is just, you know, he's just a gun nut who just wants to keep a gun. Mm. Um, but boars do are incredibly um, uh, problematic, incredibly aggressive, incredibly physically imposing. Incredibly uh, delicious, I you know. I used to work at a castle and we'd serve wild boar. My God, the bap. Oh. We'd get like a breaded bun with the wild boar. A breaded boar bap. Oh, it was so good. I, I still can't stop thinking about it 12 years later. Not that I want to kill all the boar. I like boars. I think they're kind of cool. No. But they are dangerous. So th- mm. there's a lot of them in the mountains in um, Fushimi Inari Taisha, the shrine, the most famous popular shrine in Kyoto. If you go up there at night, mm. I remember we had a story a while back where one of our listeners was strolling around, like taking in the ethereal sight of 10,000 red Tory gates. And then they heard like, mm. something like that. And they heard like, <laughs> and it wasn't like a, strange individual in a bush it was like two wild boars going to battle in a hedge right. nearby so you've got to be careful the boars are there the boars are there going into battle are you sure they were going into battle in a hedge they definitely were sure it couldn't have been were. something else when, mommy, <laughs> when a mummy bear loves a daddy bear very much oh god <laughs> oh horrible thought um oh. but yeah i mean journey across japan we're going up to akita and aomori and i saw mm. a map recently of bear attacks in japan and most of the country mm. there's nothing and then there is like this very ominous patch on the border mm. of north iwate aomori border and akita boar a wild border and border there, it's just it's not so much red dots as just one big strip of red <laughs> and uh, we're going to be spending like six days there so that should be fun yeah search out the, the bears I feel better like Riotro Riotro knows somebody they, they have like bear hunters I think they're called uh, Matagi mm. bear hunters in Akita and Riotro is always like you know I know somebody that does it if you want to want to cover it in a video and I'm like oh, I don't want to cover that I feel that's a bit I don't know I know it can be Important. I know it's important. It's quite divisive, isn't it? It's, it's, it is it's divisive, anything it? where you're controlling uh, a natural population of animals. You are uh, you're asking you're asking for trouble. I, I mean, just, you did just admit that you wanted to eat a boar in a bap, a big bow bun bap. 
Well, I mean, this is where the, the yeah. debate gets shaky. Isn't where, it? I, yeah. I have no moral high ground here. I've eaten bears. I've eaten bears because that's what they eat in, in Almory and Akita, different parts right. of it. What's I wouldn't it like, eat it bear, again. Bear in a bun. What's bear in a bun like? I've never had bear in a bun, but bear soup is a quite common. A bear in a bun. That's quite right. common in Akita. Um, it's quite mm. thick and chewy, and I don't really like the taste of it. And I don't know, right. it's weird, like... We're, we're weird humans how we're like we can we eat beef and pork and all this stuff no mm. problem but then you picture like a nice bear maybe because I had a teddy bear that I liked and you picture these nice mm. creatures and you think oh food that's not right even though I remember like when I did a video about the horse meat I got more hate on that than nearly any video I've ever made it was like who could eat a horse mm. you're a monster even though that's like the local dish of Kumamoto and uh, Almori again in Almori they eat everything everything that moves the fish the yeah. bears is it fair, all sorts is it fair <laughs> to say though that with uh, with horse um, people they you either like a horse or you just you're very <laughs> different to it and when like you like it you really like like people that like horses really like horses you know what I mean I'm a dog person yeah. I really like dogs that right. sounds bad. That sounds oh, yeah, bad. No, sketchy, sketchy. That sound, and, and, yeah, it's, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I think it just, you know, where where do you draw the line? It's all about, if, if you're somebody mm. who owns horses or does horse riding, of course the idea of eating a beloved creature that's part of your family is mm. not going to go down too well. Um, but it's delicious. I'm just saying. <laughs> <Get some glowing laughs> Basashi, raw horse out. meat yeah. with a bit of garlic and soy sauce. It's nice. Mm. I don't eat it much. I think I eat it like once every two years, if if that. But it is a thing. And if you go somewhere, mm. a Kumo Motel or Almori, and you're somebody that wants to try the local food, then, you know, go for it. Yeah. You know, mm. go for it. But go for it. I, I don't choose to, yeah, I don't, I don't choose to kill the horse. I think that's sad. But then I eat all the yeah, beef. I'm glad someone so I'm fucked. This argument, I don't choose to kill a horse. Yeah, if it, a bit falls in my mouth. Like a, f- a good friend of mine, he uh, only eats uh, animals and fish if he's caught them. But how often do you, right, do, okay, you that's c- fair. do you catch a horse or a bear? So he basically yeah. eats like uh, some nuts and some berries. So it doesn't sort of like, really um, work. There, I think there's isn't there like isn't there people fruitarians who only eat things that have fallen off. Yeah, uh, yeah, trees rather it's than uh, you know m- touch 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 the tree themselves and knock it off. Indeed, I will eat mm. the trees. No more bear for me. Uh, I, I will eat the trees. Doctor. But anyway, enough about bears. We'll be back just a moment, guys, with your mm. stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project. There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Wow. We've got a message from Heather. Hello, Heather. Ahoy there, Peppa Pete and Chris. Chris, Chris. Um, I'm a little hesitant <laughs> about visiting uh, Japan uh, with my partner and friends as they will eat pretty much anything. However, I'm vegetarian and I'm picky and I have a couple of food allergies. Uh, is it possible to order plain rice at most restaurants? Would most place is, uh, accommodate such an odd request? I think it might be. Although depressing, the safest route. Loving the vodcast on YouTube, uh, by the way. Warmest regards and all of the best wishes. Uh, Heather. Uh, yeah, you can, can't you? Bowls of rice, pretty standard, isn't it? I don't think it necessarily adds anything more than a little bit of vinegar to them, do they? Do they? Mm. So, talking about sushi, rice, or...? Well, I just think just like a bowl of... Like, pretty much every oh. place I've ever eaten in Japan, there's an option to just have a bowl of rice, so you should be all right Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah. Rice, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no problem. I feel bad now. We've talked about eating every form of creature known to man, all of God's <laughs> creatures, and we've got... Uh, mm. Heather, the lovely Heather, who's a vegetarian. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, you're fine. Honestly, Heather, no problems there. Usually, every mm. Japanese restaurant you walk in now, the first thing they ask is, like, Arugi, Ali Muscala, are you yes, allergic to anything? Yes. And you go, yes or no, um, and it's fine. They take it very seriously, so don't mm. worry about it. The, I just hate the word allergy in Japanese because it's Arugi. 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 It's Arugi. really hard to say. Arugi. Oh, I can't do it. Can't do it. It's the only <laughs> word harder than cold brew coffee, which is cold brew coffee. Cold brew coffee. <laughs> I can't do it. Arugi. If yeah. you're allergic to cold brew coffee, you're fucked. You are so stuffed. Mm. Right. Arugi arimasuka. Boku no arugi wa. Boku no arugi wa. <laughs> like a fucking nightmare. Uh, hello, Chris and Pete. Uh, George from Minnesota says, I've watched the Abroad Japan channel pretty consistently. Um, the first video I watched, uh, having been the one where you teach Japanese people swear words. My God, that was a long time ago. Thanks for sticking around, man. Uh, I've had a busy schedule, and so I missed a few. So I've decided to binge watch all the videos I've missed over a weekend. This made me nostalgic, so I decided to recap the original Journey Across Japan series. I noticed the videos in this series were mostly shorter than your current videos. I know part of the reason was because you wanted to make daily videos, uh, but I feel like in general the videos you made at the time were shorter than the ones you make now. I want to ask, has the length of your videos changed due to you having to submit to the almighty YouTube algorithm, or is there another reason? Uh, what kind of videos do you prefer making? Uh, keep up the solid work. All the best, George from Minnesota. Good question. Um, mm. I know YouTube generally favours longer content, um, Watch time above all else, right? So if I make a five-minute video, it'll, it, it compares your current video to your last 10. And if your watch time is really bad compared to your last 
nine, ten videos. YouTube right. will just not promote the video, as has happened a few times. Uh, whereas if it's longer and the watch time's great, woohoo, you're in. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a balance between click-through rate and watch-through time. Uh, I like making longer content because I don't make that many videos. And I feel like if I'm going to only be able to have someone watch a in Japan once or twice a month, I want to have them there for a good 20, 30 minutes so I can tell a story, show someone you, or go in depth on something, right? Um, mm. But uh, for the next series of Journey Across Japan, the videos will generally be about 20 minutes, I think, for each episode. So, yeah, 20 minutes is the sweet spot for me, I think, to be honest. Mm. If de- if I can, you know, uh, like it's well, podcast. Like we're a podcast. bit longer, aren't we? We're a bit. I guess we're a bit like podcast. Yeah, a bit longer, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, one last question. Longer, isn't it? Uh, hello, Pete and Chris Kirsten from YouTube. Here, this is a YouTube comment. Uh, I've been to Japan four times so far, and was always confused why Japanese uh, that mostly are extremely polite and call everything oishi delicious tend to give most restaurants pretty bad reviews. With three point five uh, out of five being uh, the best you often see on Google or Apple Maps or even TripAdvisor. Mm. During my last trip to Osaka, Fukuoka and Kagoshima, I hardly found any restaurant with a rating close to four. Uh, this is, the, is this the payback of people being polite or is there a secret matrix that I just can't see so far? Curious to hear your thoughts. All the best, Kirsten. What do you make mm. of that, Pete? I know for a fact, I asked Riotro this once because I've felt the same thing, right? And I generally don't go in a restaurant unless it's got 4.1, 4.2. But it seems right. Riotro told me, like, if it's got a three, that's good. Like, that's fine. Four's, like, yeah. really amazing. And five is, mm. like, God made it themselves. And it's, like, yeah. five is, like, something extremely special. Uh, like a yakitori restaurant in the Japanese Alps where they use special chicken or something i don't know there's a there's special <laughs> mountain chicken <laughs> oh good special uh, free it, range special chicken. mountain, chicken. Oh, chicken special mountain chicken it comes at a premium <laughs> there's a restaurant like yeah. the, the the highest rated restaurant was a yakitori place called yanagia i think in it they mm. use like local game meats and things that are supposed to be really good they got five but i rarely see right. above 4.6 or 4.4 actually so yeah, 4.1's mm. the sweet spot. But that's why, right, Pete? Have you found that on your trip, on your travels? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's interesting. It, it's kind of like culturally, um, obviously, um, you know, Google reviews and TripAdvisor and stuff, that that trust transcends um, boundaries. But obviously, like, a, 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 a 7 out of 10 in the West might be completely different in, in, in the East. And you, and you have mm. it a lot, like, with... Um, like video games, like like people get unbelievably upset. Um, we, we I do a podcast called VGC, a video game podcast. It's very good. Name um, dropping have to recommend it. Other products, unbelievable. Hey, our bloody hard on that. Uh, well, I, I don't. It's uh, it's, it's mainly horses oh. people, but I'm sometimes on it. Um, but it's really good VGC, and uh, the we have like they get criticised roundly if they give a game a seven, like which to all intents and purposes a seven out of ten. It's pretty good, you know. It's pre- I think we've sort of live in this world. Where everything has to be the best thing in the world, ten out of ten or zero out of ten, and anything in between is like, uh, imagine just being good. <laughs> everything has to be <laughs> bloody brilliant, and so like seven out of tens are quite toxic in the video game community, and you haven't like um, mm. Metacritic critic and stuff. Like, it, it, like uh, people get very upset that you have reviewed a game 
at a seven rather than eight, or an eight rather than a nine, or a nine rather than a ten. You know, if people giving like, um, is it Breath of the Wild? Was that the second one, or Tears of the Kingdom? Tears of the Kingdom was the second one, wasn't it? The old uh, Zelda game. Yeah. Um, the, the giving people that were giving them nine out of ten instead of ten out of ten. It's like nothing can be that perfect. It's so insane, like why people get so upset. But I, I guess people get quite tribal. Restaurant wise, um, I just think, uh, yeah, culturally, I think it's just very different. Uh, and, and I want to live in a world where a seven out of ten is pretty good, or a, a three out of five is is, is pretty decent personally Mm. I want to see that well we live in a world where everything has to be like extremely bad or extremely good there's no middle ground Mm. people Mm. often comment on my latest video like this is the best video I've ever seen it's like on a bond Japan it's like this is the best video yet it's like it's not though is it it's probably like a seven it's a 7.5 7 out of 10 I rate all my videos in my head when I release it I'm like ah that's a 9 or ah that's a 6 it's a James Milner James Milner (laughs) has played for a million years at football he's now at Brighton he's played for Liverpool and he's a 7 out of 10 player they can't (laughs) all be Cristiano Ronaldo they can't all be 9 out of 10s they can't all be Lionel Messi you need the 7 out of 10s to carry the water you need the 7 out of 10s to keep business ticking over absolutely I am a 7 out of 10 man I'm a (laughs) 7 out of 10 man physically a 3 out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) every every other part of me is a 7 out of 10 (laughs) and I'm fine with that god damn it I got asthma I got 7 out of 10 asthma that knocks me down a few points (laughs) he's a dishevelled out of 10 honestly yeah I like that green green receding hair I'm 7 out of 10 (laughs) We should start a movement. Seven out of ten cult. It's okay to be yeah. almost. It's brilliant, okay to but be not. seven. God damn it! It's all yeah, right. remember that, guys. Yeah. Write that on your wall. So it's good to be a seven <laughs> out of ten. It's fine. It's acceptable. Good to be a seven out of ten. Write down. Put yeah. it on your wall. But above all, stick around. Come back for the Abroad Japan podcast. Keep the questions, comments coming into the fax machine. We'll be back later in the week to do it again. Before I head off on journey across Japan on a battle of wits and I yeah in fact I don't even know if yeah. I'm going to see you again before I go Pete hopefully I will we've no. got to work that out he's, he's, Chris is going to be a, Chris is going to be a t- t- 2 out of 10 most mornings on be a 10 out of 10. Japan. IGN 10 out of 10 <laughs> abroad in Japan and yeah. I'm going to be hanging out with solid 8 out of 10 individuals <laughs> guests that include Ryotaro Natsuki Connor Sharla Animation Man and American Pig. <laughs> so it's nothing but the best for you. But for now, guys, see you there. Have a great few days. And uh, thanks for joining us here on the Abroad Japan podcast. We'll see you soon. That's up. <laughs> in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moon.
Homepick.com